Hello, podcast listeners. So in this episode, I get to sit down with Brett and Shell from Pineapple Fitness. And when I moved back up to Newcastle here, they were some of the first people that I met. And they welcomed me into their home. And I was very fortunate to be able to take some of their classes and hang out, get to know them a little bit better and do a little bit of work around the breathing as well. So it was super cool to sit down again today. Uh, one of the big takeaways that I think came from this episode is that these two really are queens of community. The, the community and the tribe and the group that they have created is immense. And the actual energy that you feel in this community and with these women who are all part of the Pineapple Fitness group or the uh, Fine Pines, it, the, the energy is tangible. It's really, really cool. And in a time and a world where a lot of businesses feel that their community is what sets them apart, I think this is really a great episode because this is the real deal. This is really what it looks like, what it feels like. And the cool thing I think is that the I drilled a little bit deeper to get some specific takeaways to try to capture some value and real understanding in terms of how they think about this how they execute it, uh, the practices that they have in place and the frameworks that they have in place to make sure that this continues to be the case. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, this is John Marsh. You're listening to the Access Potential Podcast. Today I get to sit down with Britt and Shell from Pineapple Fitness. Now, when I moved up to Newcastle, it was almost a year ago exactly. I think it was uh, yeah, it was November last year, and I was staying on in, in where we are now in Carrington. And uh, I think Shell was Britt and Shell were the first two people that I really met. I think outside of my sister-in-law and her husband. But I basically moved up and was staying um, with uh, my sister-in-law and reached out to you guys and was saw what you were doing. Um, had driven past it because I was doing a bit of surfing and saw the signs up and then uh, saw the little sign outside of the shed back then where you were at the time. And so it's really cool for me to be able to sit down and have this conversation, this podcast, catch up on what you're both up to, how things have grown, how things have changed. And then uh, I'm really excited to be able to bring this um, back to the audience for a lot of people who are starting businesses or in businesses and scaling or trying to grow. Um, and there's a lot of challenges that I think will really resonate and a lot of stuff that I think you guys are doing really well that would be really cool to talk about. So thanks so much for carving out some time. No worries. Thanks for having us. Exciting. Um, so let's start off with some context, like some story. So take us back like to how Pineapple Fitness, uh, actually maybe what it is, what Pineapple Fitness is, maybe introduce the audience, and then let's go back to how it started. Cool. 
Awesome. Uh, so Paramount Fitness um, is a women's only training facility, I guess we need to say now. Um, it was originally an outdoor group fitness. Um, however, we've now branched into our studio, which we are sitting here now, um, and serving private PTs, um, high school girls classes, so um, a, a bit of everything. Um, but more importantly, we are a community of women who uh, come together to live our best lives. and. Um, um, we believe that we need to be healthy and strong both physically and emotionally to really um, you know get the most out of life so that is what we aim to provide a space for people to do that yeah yeah and a space where people can show up with however they are you may have worked out before you may not you may know why you're here you may not know why you're here but it's just creating mm. that space for people to show up just as they are mm. and then you know to connect with other people from lots of different walks of life but just have that same um you know uh they're drawn to that same thing of wanting to live their best life and figuring mm. out along the way what that might mean mm. and so our four core values are movement nutrition mindset and community and yeah. we believe that those four core values are um needed to have that sustainable solution like you movement is what we do and it's super important but it is a super important you know 15 percent probably out of that and mm. don't want to talk people out of how important movement is <laughs> but it's just looking at those elements all coming together yeah so were you this is obviously your own thing your sort of baby um was this always the plan were you working for someone contracting employees how did it kind of start off to then I guess carve your own path and, and create this? It's probably worth rewinding back just a little bit before that. So um, Buff Girls, which is what Buff Newcastle, which is where Britt and I both were clients of. Yeah. So right. Britt started training with Buff. They'd been working, operating for about four weeks. Exactly. 2013 is how far we're going back here. And then I probably joined eight weeks later. But in the, the eight weeks that Britt had been coming along here, she decided she was going to leave hospitality mm. and become a personal trainer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, how do you do this? This is me. I want to work on the beach. Yeah. Where do I do this? And, and then I joined. And within six months of me joining, I decided that I wanted to leave my corporate job yeah. and become a personal trainer. So. You know, there's obviously quite a few stories that we could tell about that particular journey, but you fast forward um, to 2015 and um, the the other owner of the business decided she was going to have a baby and she left and then Britt and I bought the business. So we traded as Buff Girls for a few years, yeah. but just um, the more that we delved into like owning a business and really uh stepping into our own really and, well and deciding kind of undoing really first of all to be like owning your own business is not what we thought it was yeah um, it's so much more and it's so much more awesome and so much more difficult in all on all of those fronts but as we went through that journey we did a lot of work personally together mm. on how to be how how can we best be in relationship mm. so that we can um you know, run this business mm. and through that process we then realised that we wanted to step out and make our own thing. Yeah. Um, and it's not that Buff Girls, like it's been, it was a great um, business to be associated with and a part of, mm. but just wanting to be able to deliver, like disrupt how fitness was done in Newcastle mm. and just provide something that was, you know, uh, able to just move at the pace we needed it to and provide yeah. what we wanted to here locally. Yeah. Was that franchise before or was that part of a, a did, was there a bit of a web of Buff girls or was that a standalone yeah there was so it was a licensee model yeah. um and uh, the bondi one was the head yeah. um and then there were like licensees all over australia okay. yeah so this allowed you to really like 
because there's also that kind of mental emotional thing where you get to come up the name and like the yeah. whole sort of thing like talk yeah. to you a little bit about that and you told me the story about the um pineapple, the pineapple yeah <laughs> um, yeah just it is true you got to create our own thing but we also had to break up with our stories about how we wouldn't survive if we yeah. weren't associated with this you know we were brand. certain that everyone was going to be like well you know if you're not buff girls anymore we're leaving yeah um is that because you're getting you're getting like i guess marketing help or you're getting is there brand awareness coming through no. <laughs> in, in theory and like um yeah, like on some level there probably was, but we were telling everyone about the other Buff Girl locations when they joined us rather than that getting foot traffic through the door. So they were um, stories in our head, but they were a good support. Like there were other trainers down there running up, you know, a group model. So we were able to bounce off. And it really, you know, it shaped my, I guess, first experiences with um, exercise as an adult. So mm-hmm. and it was fun, you know, it had that flirtatious vibe to it. It was um, exciting. So, you know, it's shaped elements of pineapple for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, However, it really boiled down to, and now even it's more prominent that we're two years, you know, post changing over, it boiled down to us just wanting our own thing. Like, yeah. you know, we wanted full control over every aspect of the business. We wanted to create our own branding. Mm. Um, you know, we've both wanted businesses since we were young and it just, we wanted something that was 100% our own. Mm. And that's really what it boiled down to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Libs, who, you know, started Buff Girls in Bondi and still does do Buff Girls down there, huge respect for her yeah like she does incredible things so mm. it was not a yeah 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 just it, it was it was a, it was an amicable breakup yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but yeah. then one of the reasons why it did take us so long was well if we're going to be our own thing like what is our own thing what, what are we we call ourselves yeah and, you know rod took the collective so he couldn't you know do movement <laughs> collective or you know a bunch of different ones so either the the way that we wanted to say things was already taken or it's boring, like holistic fitness mm. or you yeah. know, things like that. So it took us a while um, and many conversations brainstorming for, and we could not come up with a single word that represented everything that we wanted it Which, to be. On reflection, we now realize we probably didn't need to find the perfect word to move yeah. forward, but that was part of the learning yeah. as well. Yeah. So it took us to um, getting on a flight to Queensland um, and we're going up there to buy my wedding dress um, and we'd spent the whole day filming, oh, sorry, shooting with a photographer um, doing Christmas photos. So we'd been in the sun all day, got to the airport, had a few beers, got on the plane and and we're just, you know, saying, you know, we want to do something fresh and fun and new and exciting. And we don't want to use the words that are, you know, so overly used. Mm. Um, and they're great words, but they're just not representing the, the fresh and the fun that we want to inject into the fitness industry. Um, so, yeah, we're brainstorming words. And Chell's like, what's your favorite, what's your favorite fruit? And I said, well, I love the taste of a mango. But the pineapple is just, you know, so beautiful to look at. Yeah. And then Chell's like, pineapple fitness. And we're like look we don't hate that like normally everything we said you'd be like oh my gosh ew. <laughs> yeah um so we got to queensland bought a pineapple that night carried the pineapple around the whole weekend just to make sure we actually did like a pineapple yeah. um and then we you know started seeing quotes about pineapples and researching the actual fruit and then go we were like i think that's it i think we actually like it and we started looking at branding ideas and there was one thing that really um well we'd already decided but as you find new information and stuff that i didn't know about a pineapple is that it's technically a berry yeah. and it's made so that pattern on the outside is when um, one to 200 pink flowers fused together mm. and then it grows like and it takes about 18 months to, to yeah. two years to grow but they're fused together and go and I'm like 
it's all of the fine pines coming together and fusing. Like yes. all these yeah. things that you say to validate this is the right way forward. Yeah. Yeah. So we just went with it. And Shell's brother is our graphic designer. He um, drew up some sketches and we loved them. And uh, it stuck. And the girls, like, we announced it to them and they absolutely loved it. Mm. And every time someone sees a pineapple, I know. Every time someone sees a pineapple, they either buy it for us, whatever it is, yeah. um, or send us a photo of it. So, on a branding level, it is it's brilliant. Like, yeah. Ooh, yeah, it's <laughs> my brother has said like graphic design is like it's an odd name to go with fitness but it's not an odd name so mm. people remember it mm. and it works yeah. yeah uh so when you when you when you brought that back and you had the idea this kind of new brand mm. this look and feel and you see you announced it and they loved it so was that like you basically did a whole like you had a bit of a community the people the women who were training and you were like that's when it all came out. We're doing a flip. We're going to call this something different. This is a whole new. Yeah. So we um, sent out a message that we had a really exciting announcement, yeah. and we went and we have a Facebook group of all of our clients that we were training under the Buff Girl brand, and we went live in that Facebook group and said, "This is the exciting news. Mm -hmm. We're rebranding." Yeah. Um, and it was four weeks later to the date that we sort of swooped it. Oh my gosh, swapped over to Pineapple, um, and yeah, the timeline on that is so oh, it yeah. was November that we flew to um, Queensland. Queensland to we did find Brit's wedding yeah. too, which was a successful trip on many fronts. <laughs> um, and at, at that very similar time, that we actually engaged a business coach, yeah. so we had all of these fears and we kept going, Oh, we can't leave, Buff. and it was just them holding us accountable, and that's where our stories got mirrored back to us. So we then spent some time over Christmas, which we were thinking of closing the business at Christmas because it was just kind of one in, one out. Like yeah. It was a really tough time. We'd had um, very hard lesson learned by an accountant not doing the right thing by us. Anyway, lots of different things, learnings. Um, but engaging this business coach along with our desires, well, I guess it's someone who holds accountable yeah. to where we really wanted to go. So then come forward into the new year, we announced that in the, it was in the new year, we announced yeah. four weeks from the date that we announced it, we changed. Yeah. We had done a lot of the thinking work, but <laughs> there was a lot of actual like hands-on yeah. to do stuff, change over practical things that we needed to to yeah. hustle and get done. Yeah. Because, yeah, we had never made a website before. We didn't have a website. We were part yeah. of this licensing model. So we had a cool logo, though. That's we a logo. So yeah. <laughs> so we, yeah, created a website, created a whole new brand and brought it all together, I think, you know, in six weeks, um, which wow. was a bit, of a, a bit of a hustle. But we got there and, um, yeah, everyone loved it. It was felt right. Felt right from the very start. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to talk about one of the four pillars that you've got is community mm. yeah. and um, your community is very strong mm. like it's something that I seen straight away when I turned up even before then just even looking on social media or whatever um, and I think it's something that it's a word that gets thrown around a lot because uh, I've worked with a lot of gyms and business owners and things like that. Everyone has community. It's mm -hmm. like the thing that... It's very thrown around. Yeah, yeah. 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 What, what sets you apart with our communities? And it's like, okay, and those guys too and then too. So everyone's community, everyone has it. You you really have something here. And I'd love for you to talk about whatever comes to mind um, in terms of one of the things that uh, I'll talk about sometimes with people is like 
their super niche, their, their specific who, the person that they're, they're yeah, you know, avatar. The, yeah, the avatar, mm-hmm. the person who really fits in. So whether it's that or whether it's how you created this kind of community at the beginning or how you knew who you were for and what this whole thing was like the type of person, um, even down to like how you're kind of running things now maybe, but whatever sort of comes to mind because I think there's a lot to learn from how you're, what and why and how you're doing it all. Mm. You go first. <laughs> I sometimes have to pause and let Britt talk. Talking a lot. Um, there's lots to say about it. We are very clear for us on our core values and community being one of mm-hmm. the community is and what it isn't. Mm-hmm. And we've spent time actually, you know, drilling down to what is community. But at a like kind of bigger level, like I believe human beings are relational to their very core, mm-hmm. and everyone is seeking that connection and community and making it something that was accessible for people when they showed up. It wasn't just you had to be here for a certain amount of time mm-hmm. or there wasn't a rule about how you had to be. Like one of the things to for us is to come just as you are. Mm-hmm. Like that is the only prerequisite that we have mm-hmm. is that you don't come as anything else other than you. Yeah. And I did touch on it just before, but one of the first things Britt and I did was actually invest in money we didn't have at the time but to go and seek counseling i guess it was kind of like couples counseling not Mm. because we were broken Mm. but what can we do because if we're going to continue Mm. to build this business we need to model the community between each other about what we then expect from our staff Mm. and then for our staff to be in that same community of what we then you know want to offer to our um clients and Mm. our our fine partners Mm. and what that is is our our community is authentic and uplifting it's transparent it's helps it keeps you accountable we hold that space Mm. for each other Mm. it's not just like a come here and you feel happy and great you often do because connecting with other human beings who are being real and honest does bring about those feelings um but i guess you know you can flesh yeah. it out with your thoughts but that's um and i, I guess that. it's the easiest part of the business for us like it's it's so organic like it doesn't mm. that's it's super interesting though because it's not for a lot of people yeah you know like um what do you think that is just it came naturally well, at the beginning or it's always come pretty pretty naturally like it's never been an effort to get this community like going and when you ask that question i'm like I don't know what I've done. Like, I, it just feels like it's it's happened. And I mean, the things that we, we I love planning an event. I love an event, and the girls love an event. And yeah. I was just saying to Shell before, the thing I think that we offer that it's creating spaces and experiences for women to do things that they may not do on their own. Mm-hmm. And you know, Shell and I have been really lucky that we've had upbringings or you know have that driving us to go do things that we you know on the weekend went and climbed Mount Tomaree and then laid on the beach and had wines and then went to the country club and like. As simple as that sounds, some people don't have people to do that with, or mm. some people don't, you know, think, oh, I might go just up the bay for the day. Um, so it feels really natural for us just to throw events like that together, and I guess that's why it's so successful. It's like what we would be doing anyway mm-hmm. on the weekend, and, and let's just bring people along for the ride. Like, and just to, to add on to that, it is something that because like we really want the community we didn't just mm. build it for a yeah. client to enjoy yeah. it's yeah, a community it's, it's real it's like yeah. you're really a part of yeah. it like, it's we, always selfish yeah. like we've built ourselves yeah. a community that we want to exist in yeah. and when you were talking about the avatar before like our avatar is 
people that we want to be friends with. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, I have to go to this work thing. And yeah. it's like, you know, we're sad when we have to miss out. Um, Shell, when she was on maternity leave, couldn't, couldn't do a bunch <laughs> of the things. And she's like, still turned up to the Christmas party with Dot, like two weeks old, <laughs> strapped to a jet. Because we don't want to miss out on, like we have so much fun together and we seem to attract girls that just want to, place to have fun with people mm. and and also be healthy as well and we really promote that balance that mm. kind of thing like it's yeah and we're really clear about what the community is mm. we absolutely there's no like everyone has a voice everyone we can be really really different mm -hmm. and that's okay and I don't have to have the same opinion as you but I yes. have to respect you to have one yeah. and I haven't had to sit down and have these conversations with people but Britt and I are really clear about what our values are mm -hmm. and so people will be drawn to that and connect to that mm -hmm. but also I know that there are if I just think about my time here there's situations that could have been a different environment maybe got out of hand but they know very much what our expectation is of people being involved in our community which mm. is that mutual respect it's that authenticity it's that finding that thing you value in the other person mm. bitchiness like is just not even not on it's not it's not even a part of our world let no. alone just having to stamp it out in the community so i think it's we've got because we're clear about what is important to us then that extends to the community exactly as well. yeah. Yeah, I think that's really cool. That's something um, I played with a little bit myself is like making sure that your values for me was like integrity or impeccability, like being on time or whatever it is, is a, is a clearly spoken part of the kind of like walking through the door entryway. And so then at least it gives you that sort of thing to lean on or a bit of a sort of a standard, so to speak, or at least yes. it kind of allows you to move through it. Mm. If it does pop up. I was super proud. One year it was at our staff Christmas party. It was a staff member that um, didn't work a lot for us. They did a few um, hours uh, over the week. Um, and she said that she was actually in tears because we go around um, at Christmas talking about uh, what, we, what we value about each other. And anyway, in part of this, she just said, I have never in my whole life been in a community of women who genuinely care about the other women and are holding that space for them to just be there and mm. show up. She's like, anytime I've had that, it's always been false mm. or fake. And I guess we're living in a bit of a bubble because that's mind-blowing to but, me. Yeah, like, and it's, like, but, we wouldn't have it any other way. We would not accept but so for our business. So yeah. I guess that's the standard that we have set for ourselves and sometimes it's, you know, hard. You forget that that's not the norm. Yeah. So, you know, this, this kind of idea of um, a woman being able to show up and just feel totally herself and feel welcome and like you can, I can sense that as well. Like I sensed it straight away when I was in the other little shed that you had mm. and people start turning up. Oh, this is awesome. It's like a different feel here. And it was really nice. And I guess my question is, are you articulating that out to the outside world in terms of like, are you making a stand for that and, or, or purposefully um, expressing that that's who you are? Or is it just that the people who happen to naturally come is resonating with what you put out sort of thing like mm. how or how loud are you on you know those pillars that you talked about or those things mm. i Does think that make sense? yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i'm just gonna let Brit. a bunch a bunch of our marketing has the words just come as you are oh, yeah. so i guess you know that's the most 
vocal we are in in that sense but I think there's also a you know call it you want energy level a um, you know vibe that we give off and that we just attract those people mm. and the people that uh, get it stay and the people that don't don't stay and that's fine like and I think that's we let go of the ones that haven't you know it's not that they haven't they don't align it's just that they're different different journeys totally. yeah yeah and we're not the only people offering that so mm. it's not like we're everyone's solution um, but just on that so if you look through our Instagram feed I think that you would get that sense we may not be saying movement means this community means this but when you look at I guess the quotes that we put out there, if you look at what we're doing, even just the testimonials that clients are giving, it's it's putting that out. So the, the way that a client um, would join our business is they may see something on social media or they're invited to book a consult with us. And so they come and spend half an hour with a coach. Mm -hmm. So that, because what we offer is group, what we call group personal training, which means you're training in a big group of girls, yeah. but we get to spend time with you and understand where you're at. And in that time, it's understanding more about our potential new um, client, but it's also us explaining who we are at our very core. Mm -hmm. And that's when we do go through our core values. Yeah. And um, it's not often that we get to that point and people go, oh, that's interesting. So yeah, yeah, yeah. they've already seen on all those fronts what we're about. Yeah. And then you just get that time to drill in what that really means for us mm -hmm. um, in that scenario as well. So by the time they're in our, um, you know, our group classes or in our semi-privates or whatever it is, they very much know what our, our standards are and what, yeah. you know, Brit and mine. They've been following, be. they've been following along, like watching for a while. Like, is that something that happens as well? Sometimes. Yeah. yeah sometimes people just Google us and yeah. then they, you know, have never seen anything that we've put on social media and they come along and they're like, oh, I didn't even know you had a social media account. Yeah, right. So yeah, that can happen too. Yeah. But, um, but I'd say more than half. Yeah, more have, than half. Yeah. Have seen us on the beach, seen us on Instagram. Yeah. So, you know, someone, their friend might have said, oh, you know, they just hear, what is it, nine times you've got to hear yeah, something yeah, yeah. before it. Yeah. Or they walk into the supermarket and go, I saw you on Instagram. I said, and then a pineapple was in the fruit part. Yes. And so it, it was, was a sign. sign. <laughs> I had to join. Next thing I know, there'll be like a pineapple on the bonnet of every car. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really cool, like, you know, the a lot of people... Well, sometimes people will be weary of things like social media mm. uh, and there'll be this friction. Oh, I don't like it. Oh, I know I need to do it. <laughs> and I think what I'm picking up from you is that you're using this as a, an extension to express what's naturally coming. Mm. And um, there's probably some intent and, in, you know, probably on a month, like you wouldn't do the same thing every day mm. or things like that. But um, what's happening is that for a lot of people, they're able to see it as a form of communication, find resonance with what it is that you're doing. And if that's vibing well, then kind of drawn in or... Yeah, and I think in terms of our social media, again, that comes really organic to, to us. Um, and we are really good at sharing what's going on in the now. Like, yeah. we're really good at content marketing. And sometimes, you know, our business coach has to pull us up and be like, you know, if you actually want to resonate with people and their problems, you've got to just not share the every day. You've got to actually talk about it and be a bit more, you know, intentional about your marketing. But then I don't want to, you know, we never would go too far that way mm -hmm. because I think people also like seeing, you know, what's going on in the back back behind the scenes and um that it's not just you know photos of people training and you know the gym so um I th yeah that's probably you know 
made a good point there how they go oh that's what they're about you know they're out talking to people or mm. they're at the beach and they're mm. about more than just fitness so mm. yeah you've made a good point there yeah one of the guys uh, who I've been fortunate to work with has really been a cool influence his name's Johan and he's a um, he's a designer but basically a brand kind of expert and we'd have a lot of conversations around brand and one of the things I've been thinking about is how you know, as different markets saturate this concept of personal business brand, whatever it is, this resonance that you're putting out through stories, this high frequency sort of thing behind the scenes, mm. um, gets more and more powerful, you know, because it's, it's as we engage more, we start to really understand if it's, if it's for us and then we can really be drawn in and learn some of the insights. It's quite a cool thing that happens. Yeah. Mm. Um, on that, before we move on, is there any, if somebody was like not using, like I, I since we're talking about Instagram here a little bit, mm. is that probably the main? Instagram like, and Facebook, Facebook, but yeah, Instagram is kind of the behind the scenes look at life, really. Yeah, yeah. It, like just like in terms of um, specifics, if somebody was like not doing it, they were afraid, they weren't sure how to like start, um, or there was just a lot of hesitation or friction with mm. like getting the thing going. Even Do you mean as a business person? Yeah, in the business, like a business owner, mm. um, because it's quite common where the, the, the posting will be very infrequent um, or just not really sure what to do and they'll look at like content strategies or things like this. But really what we're talking about here is this more organic, mm. frequent thing. Is there anything that you would suggest for someone to start out to kind of capture the essence of what we're talking about here, like capture your vibe and... Yeah, I think just post what you're doing every, like on, on a daily basis, like yeah. just, you know, you probably find this is so boring to everyone else, but other people, you know, what do you watch? Are we watch people, she'll leave a whole series on making a daughter's lunchbox. <laughs> like people will be like, oh my God, I hate making my kids lunchbox every morning, but people, yeah, <laughs> but Charlie put it on her live every morning and she had people commenting on it and it was like, now she doesn't do it. People still say, where's Shelly's lunchbox post going? Like, that Bonnie's lunchbox, sorry, Shelly. So, like, as simple as that, making a lunchbox, post that. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be curated. Like, yeah. there, there's a lot of talk about like, creating content and mm. like we're sitting here creating content, mm. right? But we're having a chat about things that yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it's not like we've sat down. It's not like a face to camera, like rolling. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. or sat down and be like, right, these are the exact topics we're going to go because I've done some market research and this is what people are wanting to hear mm. or people are wanting to know about. It's literally going, well, I've got to make my lunch in the morning. Mm. So I'm going to share it. And, like, it's not a new concept, but people want to know, like, and trust you. And that's what people are doing. They're like, do I like you? Do I know you? I feel like I know you. And, you know, you, they can then decide whether they trust you in that process. Exactly. And yeah. so, like, literally, we have a, um, a newsletter that goes out every week. And there's yeah. a section of recipe. There's a section of what are we crushing on. There's a section. Like, Britt will literally, like, course, said literally about seven times. <laughs> what did you cook for dinner last night? Or what did you cook? So it's not like we're sitting here trying to understand our potential client mm. to the degree that mm. we need to know exactly what they're doing but but just talking yeah. about what we're doing and yeah. that feeds back into the community like we're trying to attract people like ourselves yeah. so if shell cooked something last night that's going to potentially resonate with someone that you know we want to attract anyway yeah um and yeah i think it's just be as organic as you can and you, you might feel like a bit of a dick like why would anyone want to look at my lunchbox but um you know 
if, if someone is thinking it, there's going to be a hundred others that are needing that content as well. So, yeah. and don't be discouraged by the amount of views or the amount of likes no. or any of that stuff. Like, I'm the it's worst not, marketer ever. I don't even look at that yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> not. But I got stuck in a bit of that. Like, I'm like so I've got, yeah, we've yeah, got our yeah. personal ones and we've got yeah. our the, the pineapple fitness one. And Britt does like a lot of the pineapple fitness stuff. I will jump in and do that. You can usually tell when it's mine. It's a bit yeah. more and a bit more like. Yeah. Um, but on my personal one particularly, like, and I do use social media as a way to communicate and I try and be really authentic to who I am so yeah. people like know who Pineapple Fitness is mm. and then like have a peek into what Shelly's life looks yeah. like. But I get stuck going like, oh, how many likes did that get? Or people obviously like that, they didn't yeah. like that. Mm. And like, that's actually the opposite of what we're trying to put out there. Like, yeah. It's people are engaging with it or not. Like it's just you're putting it out there yeah. for the world to know, like, and trust you and then you know, they can engage with that. Yeah, I think that's really important. And it also, something pops to mind, like if you're doing something that's been really popular and it's getting lots of likes or lots of traction or whatever, and you start getting hung up on it, it's like, then you do the lunchboxing the first time, people are like, what are this? And the first one doesn't get much traction. So you stop, mm. but you're leaving this innovation on the table. Mm. Whereas when you let it go, it's like there's, there's opportunity for new things to come out yeah. all the time. Yeah. Uh, I think before we move forward, I just want to recap that because that's been like probably the biggest in terms of like somebody who's going to take that away. You're, you're by being just organic, authentic, whatever, and then practicing the frequency in terms of sharing what yeah. it is. It gives you a green light to basically, um, I talk about like creating, but basically just create or put out stuff as much as you want to, because mm. you don't have the friction of like having to think so much as to yeah. whether it's like the right thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I think about it not very much at all. Yeah. <laughs> I just put it yeah. out there and yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, I would, I've gotten a little bit better at this is, it is sometimes easier to watch a video when it's not being shaken around mm. and you know there's something that's not too busy behind you if you're wanting to communicate a message so i think it's worth just having a little bit of thought around that like no one wants to see like a blurry photo that you've snapped so if you have seen like a beautiful sunrise at the beach that you're wanting to share like stop take the picture and put it on <laughs> yeah. you know so there is it's not just about oh whatever yeah, yeah. you know like so we like to appreciate human beings we appreciate yeah you know, aesthetically pleasing yeah. things, but you just don't, it doesn't have to be yeah. perfect. And it doesn't right? have to be a video. Like yeah. find the best way, if you like writing, write blog posts or focus on the caption. If you like talking, do videos. Mm. If you like taking photos, put photos up. Like it has to be quality. So find out where your quality lies and make it happen that way rather than, you know, if you don't like being on camera, mm. don't go taking photos, uh, videos because they probably won't be very good. Yeah, I love it. Uh, okay, so, I'd love to talk about partnership, mm -hmm. being in business together. There's people who sit on, I've had both, and there's people who sit on either side of the fence or both sides where it's like, don't do partnerships, it's always gonna buckle, it's impossible, mm -hmm. especially if it's like 50-50 because one person will wanna go away, blah, blah, blah. And then there's others who like always go find someone who you resonate and has mm -hmm. a different skill set. What have you found to be challenges um, I mean, it sounds like it was that way since the beginning, but is there anything that you do specially? Like, do you catch up with each other? Like, make a point of social stuff that's not work-related? Like, talk to us a little bit about some of the things that people might not think about that much that 
with the effort that you put into making it work. Mm. Yeah, you can go first. See if this is the partnership. <laughs> Like, I'll listen like, to the question and I'm like, Shella would love to answer this first. <laughs> Compromise. <laughs> hopefully, this so, is, hopefully it's not in the point where you're like, it's not working at yeah, all. Yeah, 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 no, no. <laughs> no, no it's, it's absolutely not at that point. Um, it's something that we both personally understand the importance of emotional intelligence and understanding our own stuff. Mm. And we'd already started on those journeys ourselves a little bit. I think it would be really hard to go into um, business with someone who didn't think they had any responsibility or, you know, everything was someone else's fault. You know, Britt and I both came from, and we didn't have this conversation before we started. And as we described earlier, we kind of both got accidentally in this situation yeah. together and you were, oh yeah, this sounds like a good idea, let's do it. And then when we were in it, we had to make some decisions about how we were going to make this work. I have had um, counselling in my marriage and I've done it in crisis and I've done it when it's been healthy. And so I think... Mm. Just one of that was one of the things that I first said. I, th I think we need to go and just mm. talk about this. Mm. This is happening. How can we best be in this together? So I guess drawing on my experience of just human beings in relationship. You're going into that conversation while things are good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like, or, or things are things are buckling a bit. And you're like, let's go get sort of. No, no, no. It was it was like uh, proactive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it was so early days. Because that's that, key. Yeah. That's like, yeah. Yeah, and it was so early days that we were like, like we weren't friends that chose to go into business together or, you know, people that were like, oh, I need a tech developer. I'm going to go seek out a business partner. It was, you know, we were in, uh, it was three of us and then one left and we became business partners. Like it was very, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> we liked each other. Yeah. But you know, there's also 11 years age difference between us. Yeah. Um, I know, hard to tell. <laughs> um, I'm the other one, just in case. <laughs> but, yeah, so anyway, in all of that, we did decide to go and get counselling from my marriage counsellor. But Trace has a really been a wonderful yeah. support for us on that level. But also, she's a businesswoman as well, so, mm. you know, had an understanding there. And it's not like we had to do that every single week, but what we... I, it's like we keep collecting tools to put in our tool bag yeah. and we've had tricky times. Like mm. Britt and I both value honesty and communication and integrity. And one of the things that Tracy spent with us is like, imagine you've got a lighthouse and all your values are written on the lighthouse. You, um, like a lot of them already crossed over, mm. but you know, so we are aware of who each other are so that when you're in trouble, you'll look up at the lighthouse and there your values, that's where you can come back to on that mm. common ground. Mm. And I can't think of any times when it's been like, because of you, I'm out. Yeah. But there's been tricky times yeah. and really hard conversations. Really hard conversations. But we've come back to, we value honesty and integrity. And I know that whatever Brit says to me is underpinned by that, like honesty and integrity, mm. not because she hates me. Mm. It's not because she thinks that I'm a terrible person. Mm. It's just that we've got a difference of opinion and we need to work it out, but we're off work, we're, I don't have a relationship with anyone in my life the same way that I have mm. with Brit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I can, and, and we're now talking, what is it, the end of 2019. This didn't just happen overnight. Yeah. Like there's, there's, I think as we've both matured on our own personal journeys and together, we become more and more comfortable and more knowing how each other really works. And mm. rather than being frustrated by each other's mm. character traits, 
we can see how they can be uh, either just accepted if they're fucking annoying or um, celebrated because I don't have the stuff yeah. that she's good at and she yeah. doesn't have the stuff that I'm good at mm. in the amounts that we yeah. have. Yeah. And we're, we are yin and yang in some aspects of, you know, our personalities. Um, and She loves being okay. touched and cuddled. No, I do like touch. <laughs> um, but there, like, like Jill said, there's no one else that I can say things as bluntly as that I can say them. Mm. And it, it comes back to, you know, the intention is not to be hurtful and we never try to say it in a hurtful way, but you know, we've got a job to do and we've yeah. got limited time to do it. You don't want to dance around with all of the niceties. Like, let's just get together, talk about what we need to talk about. And, 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 yeah. yeah. And get on with it. And pulling each other up on yeah. our stories yeah. as well because that is, so many stories come up in business and you've got to pull each other up otherwise you're going to keep going around in circles. So we're really good at that um, and you know there was a lot of years where Shell and I worked in the business as well as on the business for so many hours every week that we got like you, you touched on socially we got to the end of the week and we were like bye. Yeah. So I'll see you on Monday. And, um, and not because I didn't want to see her, no. I just didn't want to talk about work yeah. anymore and you were work. And yeah. And and we had to, you know, talk about work a whole bunch because there was so much to do. Mm. But in the last 12 months, you know, we've brought on coaches who are incredible. We've brought on an admin, um, Ellie, who's fantastic. So we're, I think we've hung out socially more in the last year than we ever have. I still yeah. like it. Um, and it, it's nice. I mean, yeah. like, it's nice to get to the weekend be like, let's go for a wine together and, and hang mm. out and not talk about work or have a laugh about something that happened at work. Um, and not feel like we're so burnt out that we can't do that. Mm. Um, so that's been a, a fabulous part of 2019. And I think along with wanting to bring freshness to the industry that we work in and for our clients, that's what we wanted to bring into our relationship, like a freshness and a fun. Like it's serious owning your own business, yeah. but it doesn't have to be boring. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like really like you can't have any fun with this. And yeah. I can see that as Brit and I have both grown as human beings. And although I was joking before about Brit being 11 years younger than me, she has helped me grow and mature in so many ways mm. um, in my personal life particularly. But, you know, as my business partner, we've done that together. But just owning so many of my stories about my body and uh you know health and different things that i thought that i was all like yeah as middle, but really she's watched me completely come undone mm. and come back together and mm. she was she'd done a lot of that work already so just it was really humbling and incredible to you know she for her to hold that space for me mm. which is really what we want to hold mm. the space for for and i think we push and... each other to work on those things because like a community we wanted to have the person on the other side that we wanted to hang out with so i was like if Joel just said what are you doing stuff i'm like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no you would always hang out with me exactly no yeah. but now you know there it's just we're both in a place where we can really relate on every level to each other and um we've got like-minded views on that body image and things like that so yeah. it's and funnily i'm a lot like her husband and she's a lot like my husband yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. which is funny so yeah. We've done, yeah, so much work and from that initial therapist that we went in, saw to our business coaching, which puts us through a lot of different, you know, personality quizzes and tests and, oh, so many things. Yeah. So and really learn our personality and each other's inside and out. And if you were to, like, there's so many things that you could do, but if you could 
bring it back down to like a few articulate sentences. It would be, you know, being brave enough to own your own stuff so that you can deeply connect with another human mm. being so that you can then go and, you know, deliver a business, a certain, yeah. we're in a service yeah. business, you know, deliver that to a, to a client. Like mm. you, you can only, you know, do as much work on our relationship as I'm willing to do with myself. Yeah. 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 Um, one thing that I've talked about, I wrote a blog post about it a long time ago and it kind of like stuck. It was like, it was the three C's of like communion then communication and content. <laughs> and it's like, we all, it's not we always, but a lot of times you want to go into content, like the, whatever's on the agenda or whatever. Uh, but even the content can't work without the communication. The communication can't work without that mm. connection. If there's like something's off or whatever, uh, it just doesn't happen, mm. you know, even if it's voiced per like perfectly, it's like, well, I'm not listening to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's so true. Talk about, um, just quickly, got a little bit of time, talk about how you extend that connection piece, that keeping um, that resonance, whatever it is. Uh, we kind of touched on a little bit in terms of the broader community with staff, with mm. the people who you work with, because, you know, um, people who, who work in the business, they, they're driving into at 5.30 in the morning, whatever, and sometimes it's raining and training people and then they got to drive home. It's like, it's work, right? Mm. So how, like, what do you do to, um, to, how do you, how do you, what do you do here? What do you do to keep that resonance and connection with the people mm. that work with you and, and for you or, you know, mm. how do you kind of go about that? Um, so like Joel touched on before, we can't expect the community of members to be as strong if we aren't strong. It all comes from the top down. Yeah. So Shell and I have to have a strong community amongst ourselves and then that has to translate to the team and then the team you know, sets the tone for the rest of the, the members. So um, we we are like chips in the sea most of the time because you know we've got outdoor classes, indoor classes, we're coming and going, picking up equipment, running sessions. So we all come together at least once a week for team meeting. Yes. Um, and that's kind of, you know, the time where you can all decompress, you know, talk about what's working, what's not working, anything that's coming up, you know. Personal or professional or both or? Uh, it can be both. I'm but just super interested in this because I talk to some people, they're like, oh, we don't need to meet weekly. And I'm like, based on what I've seen, I think you no, yeah. to. It's something that yeah. even when we, the cash flow is a little less than what it is now, I'm like, we have to invest in getting yeah. our stuff yeah. together. Okay, so you're paying for the time. Yeah, yeah team cool. meeting is paid. Yeah. Um, so every team meeting starts with what went well What's last week. What's the highlight week? of the week? Yeah. No, for, for, for me as a person. They can, they can, it's often to do with work, yeah. but it can be anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, um, if you've been on a holiday, so you've yeah. been like, you know, I went to yeah. Hawaii last yeah. week. Yeah. Well, I was in Hawaii last week, so that was amazing. Yeah, so it's not it. just um, work related, yeah. but, yeah. but often is. What, what, so what was your highlight of what went well? The next time we go around, what can be improved or we didn't go so well last week? Mm. Um, and then yeah, we, we go into the really agenda. transparent with our numbers and where we're tracking and as yeah. we're all working together as a team and then we go through sessions and go through what's coming up and mm. um, yeah. there's, there's a format that we work Think with. how transparent we are with, you know, where we are on the way to our mission and, you know, we're all pulling together to work towards the, this mission and this is where we're at so let's keep tracking and it keeps you know, everyone united working towards the same thing mm -hmm. um, we're always re-communicating our mission too so that all of our staff are aware and or even though they're aware they don't forget what our mission is because usually like Brit, Brit and my mm. why is we might say it a little bit differently but we want to create 
a group of women who inspire each other to live their best lives mm. and to jump out of bed and go and do that. Mm -hmm. And that's not exactly what our mission is statement is at the moment, but it's really communicating that because it's something along those lines, yeah. which is why all of them are here outside of money, outside of all of that stuff. It's their personal, yeah. like, this is why I'm doing what I do. Yeah. And in terms of leading the team, um, like we touched on, Shell and I are very different in our personalities. Um, Shell's, you know, very touchy-feely and talks and creates this vibe that gets everyone excited to work towards that mission. And I swoop in with, okay, how are we going to get there? Yeah. Let's set the, you know, procedure, how it's going to happen. And so it's good to have those, you know, because some people really just want to be excited and some people are like, yeah, it's great that you're excited, but have you thought about how we're going to get there? Mm -hmm. I need a plan. And that's mm -hmm. what our, you know, staff need. They need a plan. And, to and we there. need that. Yeah. Like, I can't just get excited and not have a plan. No. Yeah. And Britt can't just have a plan and not get people on board. So yeah. it works well. It works really well. Um, the other the other thing, um, every week, it's happening these days on a Monday, but I um, have a video meeting up with each of our staff members and on a personal level uh, it can be business or personal but a one-to-one -one level we do the, a similar thing like what's been going really well for you this yeah. week what um, can be improved upon yeah. there's a few other elements this is um, like is it Skype or Zoom or something like yeah yeah Google meetups yeah. actually yeah. Um, and it's really improved recently yeah. it's really easy to use and just what support do you need from me to do your job really well is that yeah. clarity yeah. over what your role is is it some support that you actually need from me yeah sometimes they tell me to just back off and let me do my job yeah all over yeah it it's yeah. fine so that does you know take up Shell's whole Monday really yeah. and so that's, that's an hour no, oh, no it, just, hour. it just depends on what's been going on but yeah. it can be 15 minutes it can yeah. be um you know longer minutes, just depending on yeah. yeah so you know it, it is that's our role now is our team is our business plan like yeah. they are our strategy yeah. and if we invest you know heavily in, in time and in resources to make sure that they are supported but also challenged and that's the final thing i think is that we follow this support challenge matrix and it's you know here's your task or here's your you know your job and i'll support you to get it done whatever you need to get yeah, it done you need a challenge just to get yeah it done, so yeah so if you've got yeah. all the support you need okay now what's stopping you from getting there now i'm going to challenge you to get there mm. and that's the framework we use with each other what support do you need to get that done shell and it's like i've got all the support i need just challenge me and make sure it's done by the end of the week <laughs> so yeah yeah love yeah. it really cool uh is there anything else you want to talk about or add in just think on the community front yeah we've spoken about what the community looks like inside of pineapple fitness um and it's something that we are really proud of and it's something that is you know great but we really are passionate about community and it's not just inside of pineapple it's yeah. what it's our local community so you go here in carrington but then you know newcastle and there's different communities that each of our clients are a part of and so we're and, and this small business community here in newcastle so this mm. that community aspect is what I believe is the component that when you do it to a point where you are transparent and honest and open, it's the thing that makes relationships thrive, businesses thrive, and a rising tide lifts all ships. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny, we sometimes have, you know, new clients or people mention it's like, oh, what's that? business over there doing or what's the movement collective doing or the song I'm like, they're some of our good mates. Yeah. Like if they do well, we do well. Yeah. And so it's just we're always looking for opportunities to you know, really strengthen community, mm -hmm. um, mm, like inside and outside yeah. of Pineapple. And, yeah. and it's just like, that is another one of my whys, like yeah. really seeing strong communities yeah. thrive and Get support each other. Get outside the building. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. as, you know, 
as a, like we're so passionate about fitness, but I'm really passionate about business too. Mm. And, you know, learning how businesses work and the marketing side of them and networking businesses. So um, it's fun. It's a fun time to be it's the biggest. It's the biggest personal development we've ever undertaken without realizing it. Yeah. yeah. Didn't think it was going to be so much personal development. <laughs> yeah. thought, it, thought it might be a bit hard, but yeah. didn't think we'd have yeah. to really like to do, do well to really own yeah. our own stuff to then yeah. Oh, and good coaches need coaches. Yeah. Like, absolutely. We went through a time when we were a bit, on reflection, arrogant because we thought, well, we've done all the courses, we've done all the things that we need to do, we've looked at that Instagram, with these these people are crushing okay. it, so we just need to work hard and crush it. And that did not serve us well in the long term. And so when we decided to invest in uh, our time and, res- like, you know, all of our resources being time and money in yeah. a coach, that's mm. when we've seen that all come together really well for us. So that would be my other advice. Yeah. Mentor, coach, yeah. really hook in with that. Yeah. yeah. What's uh, anything you're excited about, particularly 2020, next year, next year? Yeah. It is, it is. Um, I feel like we've, we've built a lot of things in this year, 2019. Like we've um, developed a lot of new offerings. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're really, I feel like, <laughs> as much as my friend here loves to keep developing, I feel like we don't take stock and really get our foundations like super strong and stop growing the house if we, uh, the scaffolding yeah. might fall off. So, so <laughs> I always hear that like stop. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's what the beginning I think of the yeah. decade looks like for us. We've still got growth targets and we're going to be, but, but more looking at what we've already got and adding to that rather yeah. than new service offerings or yeah. new things. Although there's a few shining objects. But yeah, there are things that we'll definitely, you know, new things that we're excited for. Um, but yeah, the side is just going to get the foundations really strong and then you know, from that skyrocket. Because as a business grows, like all of those elements we've just spent the last you know, however long we've been talking is things that we want to continue to offer to our clients. And that's something you need to be really intentional about as you grow. So without having that framework there to um, support your business really well, then that can be, that culture can be one of the first Mm. things. Yeah. Yeah. It's restrained. Yeah. Yeah, Well, we just, we love the culture and we never want to lose that. So, um, yeah, that's safeguarding against exactly. that building that platform. Yeah, but there are some fun things that we have got in mind, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited. Well, well, we're really excited. The semi-private offerings, like yeah. Yeah. we want to continue to flesh that out and grow that. We've only just, we've got three squads on at the moment. We're looking to really fill those and grow those. And that's they're, been they're really, really cool. exciting. I'm, I'm excited about the uh, the community growth that's, that's coming in that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I am going to handstand. I'm saying this, keep me accountable. Handstand in 2020, not just handstand and hover for a little bit, like handstand with Hold control. It. Hang yeah. there for a yeah. while. That has been a goal Love of it. mine. And then I fell pregnant. Yeah. So this is that's my personal goal. Yeah. And Lawrence is going to black backflip. Yeah, Lawrence yeah. Wants to yeah. Backflip. he wants to do that. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I'll, I'll report back. <laughs> cool. Okay, well, let's, let's call it there. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, then feel free to share it to a friend. That's the most helpful thing. Um, and thank you for listening. I'll pop the details for where people can find you. It's always funny because the people I interview have bigger followings than me, so they already, everyone already knows. So I'll put that in the show notes on the thing, on the um, iTunes and the Spotify. That's it. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for having It's yeah. been really great. Yeah, so it's fun. fun having a chat. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. Thank you. 
That's it for this episode of the Access Potential Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this one. If you did, feel free to forward it to a friend or jump on and subscribe. These are the two most helpful things that you can do. Thanks, as always, for listening. I appreciate all of you very much. I will see you again next week. There'll be a little bit of a longer gap. I'm away this weekend running the end of year Access Potential Academy retreat. So we will see you on the other side. Have a great one.